Welcome back to the Barbell Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 118, 60 Minute Meal Prep. And it's a mini episode with Marissa here. So before I jump into everything, uh, this is going to be a super tactical and actionable episode that I hope you're going to take a lot away from, as well as I'm going to be giving you some guides at the end of this to really walk you through uh, the overall process. So I'm super pumped to help you streamline your meal prep, knowing what to buy, how to eat, and basically how to spend less time in the kitchen and more time get doing other stuff with your busy life. Now, before we get into all of that, if you are a returning listener to the Barbell Lifestyle Podcast and you have not dropped us a rating and review, please go ahead and do that right now while you're getting settled because that allows us to reach more people and therefore bring even bigger and better and more influential guests onto the show for you to learn everything you possibly can about reaching your goals. Now, if this episode in particular was helpful, please screenshot it and tag me on Instagram to show your support because that one share could be the catalyst for someone in your life to take action on these tips and transform their body and their health and their fitness for good. And it obviously helps our show grow too. And we appreciate that. So uh, thanks again for listening. We don't take your attention for granted. So I'm going to get right into it. 118 here, 60 minute or less meal prep. Right. So 60 minute meal prep. This is such a good topic and I can't believe I haven't done this yet. And it's going to be a super quick tactical takeaway for you here. And at the end of this episode, I will be giving you a guide that's going to walk you through everything that I'm talking through. But the reason that this is so important is because pretty much every single woman that I talk to who is struggling with losing weight, flattening their stomach, getting in shape before summer, We just don't seem to know what to buy, how much of it to buy, how to eat, how to make these meals that are family friendly. And the thing about it is that most women know how to discern between healthy and unhealthy foods, but they don't know how to put meals together or make it easy for them to stick to a plan long-term and long-term meaning long enough to actually see a result. So what I mean by that is I was actually talking to someone the other week and this conversation just like stuck with me. And basically I was asking a prospective client about what she was eating on a day-to-day basis. And, uh, she told me that she, she was like, Hey, I, I eat healthy, right? Like I have eggs for breakfast and a salad for lunch and, you know, a protein and vegetable, um, and a carb for dinner. And I was like, okay, awesome just eggs for breakfast? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, how many? She was like, one or two hard boiled eggs. And I was like, oh, okay. Got it. So we, we know that these things are healthy versus unhealthy. Eggs are a great source of dietary protein, fat, healthy cholesterol, lots of micronutrients and vitamins, but one or two eggs is not breakfast. And that's no shame on her. That's no shame on you. If you didn't know that, it's just, we have not been provided the education 
to know how to put well-rounded meals together for the most part. And honestly, like one of my long, long, long-term goals, if I were to make it, you know, to the point where PCC was so successful that we could have the funds to start like a nonprofit, I would actually put a lot of that back into the education system, into our next generation and educate them on how to put meals together, how to grocery shop, especially in areas that aren't maybe so socioeconomically um, affluent. How do you do that in, you know, food desert type areas as well? So anyways, that's a super uh, crazy tangent, but uh, people just don't know how to put meals together. And so if you're somebody who works from home or you provide meals for your family, this is for you because you have to know how to apply this, not only in just the sense of you reaching your goals and eating your meals, but doing so in a way that is going to be realistic and feasible for the long term. So the problem that most people face with meal prep in particular is we make it out to be this thing. We literally think, oh my God, I need to meal prep. That means I need to go to the grocery store, buy a bajillion things. My grocery budget is going to be doubled. I'm going to have to... Um, prep it all. It's going to take all Sunday afternoon. I'm going to be slaving away in the kitchen and then I'll have 20 perfectly portioned and Tupperware meals that will all be perfect and portioned. And I'll know the macros of all of them. And I will have these perfect little, you know, I'll have a a Mexican themed bowl and I'll have overnight oats and it'll be so pretty. I'll take a picture. I'll put it on Instagram. That is a fucking headache to even think about. So what do we do? We, we, we envision that. And then we say, wow, that's a lot of work. I'll do that next week. (laughs) This week I'm tired. I'm busy, whatever life got in the way. So we don't do it. So what we're going to talk through is we are going to talk through how to only spend about an hour in the kitchen per week, keep your grocery cart to less than 12 items and have a meal prep framework that's going to give you hundreds of meal combinations throughout the week that you don't have to think about anymore. Because the reason why we need this and we need this simple framework is because if we go about it the other way, we're just never going to meal prep in the first place. And then we're never going to be prepared. And then we're always going to be behind. And we're always going to be trying to make it work on the fly, which is always a recipe for disaster, unless you've been doing this for years and years and years and years. And even then, I personally have been doing this for seven, eight, nine years that I've been living this lifestyle now, and I still do much better with everything when I am prepped ahead of time. So this framework is called the rule of threes. And so I have a guide for this that I'm going to drop for you. If you are watching this on Facebook live, or you're listening to the podcast, you got to listen all the way through and I'll give you, um, the way that you can download this resource and it's completely free, but basically the rule of threes is a meal prep method where we're going to take three, uh, sources of each of our food sources. So we've got four different components to a well-balanced meal. Now you can simplify this down and you can even say that there are three components to a well-balanced meal and simplify it even further if you'd like, but you need these three basics at the very minimum, protein, carb, and a vegetable. And depending on what the protein source is, you may also need a healthy fat source. So what you're going to do is at the beginning of each week, you're gonna make a grocery list with three protein sources, three starchy carb sources, three vegetables, uh, and three fat sources. Now, sometimes I will say like you can 
you can throw fruit in the mix with veggies as well because sometimes like, you know, we don't have vegetables with breakfast. It's more of a fruit meal. I get it, right? So maybe one of those vegetables is a fruit. That's fine. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't take these rules as gospel. Just use the framework, right? So for example, some examples of protein sources might be eggs, egg whites, chicken, beef, turkey, Greek yogurt, fish, other poultry, sandwich meat, cottage cheese, protein powder, etc. Carb sources might be rice, potatoes, sweet potatoes, bread, pasta, oatmeal, um, other fruits as well, waffles, bagels. Um, don't limit yourself to just like quinoa and sweet potato. Like that is not, that's not what we're doing here. <laughs> like we want regular carb sources and then vegetables, broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, spinach, kale, iceberg lettuce, carrots, um, you know, anything, anything like that. Um, I would say typically just think of vegetables that grow above the ground. So root vegetables like potatoes and uh, stuff like that typically are a little bit more dense in carbohydrates. So they might go more appropriately under the carb source bucket. But again, literally, even if you don't know your food sources that well, it's really hard to completely screw this up, even if you mess up the food sources exactly. Um, because if you have a potato and a carrot on your plate, are you really going to die because you ate too many carbs because your carrots had too many carbs? No, like <laughs> people did not get fat because of carrots. They get overweight because of fast food and processed food and not having frameworks like this. So anyways, I digress. Three fat sources. An example of that could be avocados, olive oil, butter, almonds, any other kinds of nuts, nut butters, egg yolks, uh, coconut oil, full fat yogurt, um, other stuff like that, seeds, etc. And so what you're going to do is once you have three of each of these sources, guess what? That's 12 items in your grocery cart and that is all you need. And if you are overwhelmed with that, that even could be a lot. If you're just getting started with your first time meal prepping, I promise you, pick two protein sources and one of everything else. Like that's it. That's all I want you to do. Two protein sources and one of everything else and give that a try because even that alone will get you more prepared than a lot of things. So um, if you're just getting started, two protein sources, one carb, one veggie, one fat. If you are like a little bit more of a veteran and you just want a better system, do three of each. And then what you're going to do is you're going to prepare everything in bulk. So you're not going to think about cutting up the chicken into four or six ounce portions and then bagging it up and putting it in the freezer. You're literally going to cook it all at once. So cook it all at once, put it all in one big Tupperware. You're going to definitely need big Tupperware for this meal prep method. So you're going to have one big Tupperware for each of your protein sources. You're going to have one big Tupperware for each of your carb sources. You're going to have one big Tupperware for all of your veggies. Your fruit might just stand alone, and then your fat sources might just be in bottles or jars. Um, and with your carbs, you can simplify this if you don't want to cook carbs or have to reheat, you know, stale rice. Just get like the instant single rice packs, like that you just microwave for 60 or 90 seconds, and you have one serving of rice right there. Like it's literally like use the convenient stuff that's in the aisles. I know that most coaches say shop the perimeter, shop the perimeter, don't use the aisles, they're horrible, but there's a lot of useful stuff in the aisles. Obviously, you can get really you can get really muddled in there, but seriously, if you just need something quick, 
I, I'm, I use microwave cups of rice all the time. The BB Go sticky rice ones, so good. I only use half of one at a time because one of those cups is like 70 carbs. But, you know, again, it's about just having something that works. So then from there, you're going to imagine a pyramid. And I do have a graphic depiction of this for you. If you are on the Facebook live, I'll share my screen really quickly. But if you are listening to the podcast, it's just not going to work. But essentially what you're going to do is you're going to take your one protein source. So let's say it's mealtime. You've got everything prepped in bulk. And also a note with this is when you prep it in bulk, season it very, very lightly. So typically with all of this stuff, I say just go salt, pepper, maybe garlic and season it all super lightly. You'll get to why in a second, because if you dump a bunch of barbecue seasoning or teriyaki seasoning on everything, then you're just going to get really sick of teriyaki that week, I promise. So you're going to take one protein source, and then you're going to look at all your carb sources, and you're going to say, what carb source do I want with this today? And then you're going to pick one. And then you're going to look at all of your vegetables, and you're going to say, which vegetable do I want with this? And then you're going to put it with the plate. And then you're going to say, which fat source do I want or need with this meal? And then you're going to add it to the plate. And if you do that, But every single time you choose one thing a little bit differently, you have over 81 different meal combinations from this method because you will never have to have the same combination or meal twice. Plus, from there, you get to now choose your seasoning and your sauce because you did not lock yourself in by prepping everything one way. So you can take seasoning mixes and you can kind of reheat everything in that, or you can use sauces. You can use things like mustard, ranch, liquid smoke, sriracha, barbecue sauce, spray. Um, You can use butter to flavor. You can add, you know, barbecue seasoning. You can add teriyaki sauce. You can add whatever you want. And obviously there are certain condiments and dressings and things that are lower calorie that might be better if you are struggling to meet a lower calorie goal. But, you know, look in the, again, in the aisles for these sauces, for these seasonings, for these things uh, to really spice up your food and make different meals at each sitting. Finally, what you're going to want to do is Don't lock yourself into thinking that this has to be a chicken, broccoli, and rice type of meal every time. When you're thinking carb source, get creative. Diversify what you might consider the carb source. You could make a sandwich on a hot press. You could make your carb source taco shells and make taco night. You could make your carb source um, buns and you could have sliders or burgers. You could have it over pasta Try making your favorite unhealthy foods into a healthier option with these ideas. And if you have kids, utilize the shit that you're making for them in your meal prep. Here's what I mean by this. If you're like, man, I have to eat separately from my family because my kids eat mac and cheese and I can't have that. Well, guess what mac and cheese is? Cheese is a fat with some protein, but mostly fat. The pasta and mac and cheese is a carb. Put yourself that portion on your plate and then add your lean protein and add your um, vegetable and boom, you can eat with your family with a portion of what they're having with a portion of what you need and you have a balanced meal because a balanced meal has those four components. And if you're struggling with portions really quickly, hold up the palm of your hand, take a look at it. Obviously, if you're not driving, look at the palm of your hand. 
That palm is the amount of protein that you need in each sitting. Your fist is the amount of vegetables that you want in each sitting. So I always think about like if I had like a a claw hand and I just grab my fist, that's how much I would grab of my veggies. Your thumb is the size of what your fat source should look like. And your scoop, if you make your hand into a little scoop, then that is how much carbs you can put on your plate. And that is just a starting point. It's not a prescription, but if you are looking to lose fat, that is a great place to start and see how you feel from there. You will know that your meals are too large or too small based on how long you can go in between meals before needing a snack. If you eat your meal and an hour later you're starving, the meal is too small and you need to up your portions. So try maybe 1.5 Xing everything that you did and try it at it again. If you uh, eat your meal and you are full for hours and hours and hours and hours, then number one, you might want to look into your gut health. <laughs> and number two, uh, you probably need to reduce your portions. So with this, get creative. Try making your favorite unhealthy things into healthy versions. I promise you there is so much flexibility that you have. If you just take a look at, you know, the fat percentage of the meat that you're using, like beef stroganoff, for example, or beef stew or taco night or whatever, we think it's so bad. But really, if you just swap the ground beef out for 90 or 95% instead of 80%, you're able to eat that just like the rest of your family. And the rest of your family probably won't even notice, to be honest. You can make paninis, you can make pasta night, you can have a taco salad, you can do sliders, you can do so much. So stop limiting yourself thinking that meal prep has to be super boring and restrictive and repetitive and that you have to eat the same things every single night. I've been using this method for years and years and years because I am somebody who does not like to have the same thing every night. But at the same time, I don't want to have to think about my food or spend time or energy or effort thinking about it throughout the week. So this method works perfectly for me because I work from home. I don't want to think about it. I have a very short window to get my meals in for lunch and for like a mid-afternoon snack. So I walk out, I pull out all the Tupperware, I throw it all into the bowl, I throw it into the microwave and my meal prep is done and I eat my meal and I'm super satisfied. So that my friends is the rule of threes. And I hope that it was super valuable and insightful for you. Now, if you would like this guide and you have watched this video the whole way through, All you need to do is if you are listening to the podcast, what I want you to do is go ahead and click on the link to my work from home or fat loss secrets for work from home professionals, Facebook group. I'm streaming this right now live into that group and this video will be in there on that video. It'll be pinned to the top, comment the words rule of threes, or even if just the word three in the comments. And if you're watching this on Facebook right now, comment the word three, uh, in the comment section. I will go ahead and send you this guide completely for free. It's a PDF and it's like, how many pages is this? It's five pages long and it is jam-packed with all the information that I just said to make your meal prep so easy. So again, just comment the word three on the thread in the Facebook group. Join the Facebook group if you're listening to the podcast and we'll get you taken care of. And I hope that this streamlines your meal prep once and for all so that you're only ever spending an hour in the kitchen per week to meet all of your meal prep needs. Now, if you are listening to this and you're like, man, this is awesome. I don't know how to cook these things in bulk in a very easy way. Go ahead and, uh, 
comment the word three because I have a version of this document that also has a bunch of super easy and quick recipes that will make your life super, super easy as well. So I will make sure to send you that version in particular. So Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Barbell Lifestyle Podcast. Um, now, if you haven't already, go ahead and uh, leave a rating and review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify for us if this was helpful, if this was informative. And if you like this short, tactical, tangible episode, please let me know. If you're in the Facebook group and you're watching this and you uh, liked this, you should listen to the Barbell Lifestyle Podcast on Apple or Spotify or any of your favorite pod- podcast platforms. And I believe that's everything. You can find me at Marissa Roy Fitness. My podcast partner, Christina, is Christy Lynn Fit on Instagram. You can find us there. And thank you so much for listening. And we hope to see you back next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Barbell Lifestyle Podcast, and we hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something from it. Please remember that Christina and I are not medical professionals, so if you're going to make any changes to your exercise or nutrition routines, please consult with your doctor or medical team first. Finally, we would love you even more than we already do if you took the time to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Ratings and reviews are how this podcast moves up the ranks and becomes accessible to even more people. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next Tuesday here at the Barbell Lifestyle Podcast.